Welcome back, Magic Seekers. We are your hosts. I'm Sarah. And I'm Christine. And this is episode eight, and we are so excited to have you here. Thank you for listening. Eight episodes. Wow. I know. It's so exciting. Every time we do another one, I'm like, yeah, we're doing it again. We are in this thing. Yeah, we really are. And have so many more episodes ahead of us. Yes, we do. We have a lot of shit to say. Yeah, we do. So does Olive. Yeah. <laughs> She's part of the crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our little mascot. I love it. I love it. Um, what's up? What's going on? Um, maybe we just booked a trip to Salem, Massachusetts. Ooh, girls trip! For November, so we're going to get real witchy. I am so excited. I... I wish I could remember what I saw on TikTok that made me instantly just go, we have to go to Salem. And then I texted you and I was like, I, I wish I could remember. But I remember texting you and I was like, you I don't even know what I just tried to say. <laughs> but I was like, would you want to go to Salem? And I said, immediately, yes. <laughs> you were basically like the TikTok where they're like hitting their credit card on the table. Like you're like, here's my money. Here is my money. Let's go. I was like, oh, shit. I was not expecting, like, I was expecting you to be like, yeah, that sounds fun. And instead you were like, tomorrow, let's go. (laughs) I am so excited. I've been recently getting into, like, some um, witchy things. I love it so much. And some spiritual things. Yeah. So I am ready to fully embrace that. And a trip to Salem is just what the doctor ordered. Oh, hello. <laughs> Get me a prescription from that. Uh, but we also realized that we have never had a girl's trip together. Just the two just of us. Just the two of us, yeah. No, yeah. never. We have been on many adventures together. Yes. But never just the two of us, and I'm so excited. Me too. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're doing um, like a little long weekend, yeah. and we booked this super cool Airbnb that Sarah found. Um, that's it all is, spooky and witchy. It is so spooky and witchy. Yeah. And I think. And so cute. Yeah. I can't wait to just like be in there and see it all in person because in the pictures you can just tell there's so much thought and detail that's in it. Yeah. Um, I think I'm I'm excited for a whole bunch of things. Like okay. I'm super excited for the spooky aspect. I feel like. Uh, like you, especially recently with Harold, with like your Match Made in Horror podcast. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Shout um, out. Like you're super into horror. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll ever meet you on that level. Yeah, you probably won't. But, but like the spookiness of it all. Yeah. Like the more low key, like witchy aspect, paranormal mm-hmm. aspect mm-hmm. that I'm down for. And Girl, so. Wait, wait, what? Like ghosts. What? I mean, I'm not talking about like I'm going to sit down and watch like. I can't even think of a freaking horror movie that's well, ghosty. No, but, like, you're into, like, you believe in ghosts? Of course I believe in ghosts. Have we never talked about this? No, I know you believe in aliens. But of course I, I believe I, in aliens. Absolutely. I didn't, I didn't know you believe in ghosts. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, Girl. ghosts. And I see, so it's weird. Like, there's things that I'm into, but, like, ever since you got into this world, you've done so much more to yeah. educate yourself no. and I have where I'm like, oh, I, I like all witchy things, but I couldn't tell yeah. you what half the, we were just talking about this earlier, like yeah. half the weeds and the flowers. I don't know any of that stuff, but I think yeah. it's fascinating. Yeah. Um. So selfishly, I'm kind of excited that you're getting into it because then you tell me about it and then I'm like, oh, Girl. nice. I love it. I feel like I'll be your personal tour guide. I know. We also um, looked up so many really cool tours. Yeah, we did. And that's the other thing I was going to say. I love the historical aspect of it Same. all. Same. So. Same. 
while I'm totally down for spooky things Mm -hmm. and hearing stuff that like makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up (laughs) at the same time I love like the dates and the facts and the names and all of that so um did you I know you listened to the most recent episode of match made in horror oh yes Mm -hmm. another plug for my other podcast um (laughs) but did you hear me go full nerdy witch yeah I loved it where I was like these are all the facts of this. I know. <laughs> I had so much fun. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. No, I definitely enjoyed you nerding out in that moment in that yeah. episode because it was great. But yeah. I think, uh, yeah, we have such a long list of things already. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I'm like, we're not going for that long, but I think we're going to like jam pack it. Yeah, we are. That being said, if anybody who's listening has already gone to Salem. Oh, please let us know. Like, email us, DM us. You can now tweet us because I just set up a Twitter today. I have not tweeted anything yet, but um, like let us know where you can tell us ideas or things you did that maybe you don't recommend that you're like, oh, don't do that. Skip that. Do this other thing instead. Let us know because we're pretty excited. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'll be a lot of fun. We are so excited. A lot of good stuff coming up to look forward to. We got your birthday coming up. We're trying to figure out our plans for that. I know. My little Leo queen. Little Leo queen. Yeah. Two more weeks. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, today we have a very special episode. Wait. How's your heart feeling? <laughs> oh, okay. Do Oh, we want to do that now? Actually, let's wait. Okay. Let's wait. Let's wait. Yeah. Um. So I did have one thing that as we were like setting up the microphones, I was just going to say to you. Okay. Okay. Out loud. And then I was like, wait, I'm going to wait till the mics are on. Ooh. Okay. Um. Okay, and I haven't fully thought this through because the thought literally popped into my head two minutes ago. Say it. So I'm going to work through it as I say it. Okay. Um, I was listening to uh, the Man Enough podcast uh-huh. uh, with Justin Baldoni and yeah. uh, Jamie Heath and Liz Plank. Okay. And they brought on this past week um, this person named Alok. I can't remember their last name. Yeah, I wish I would have thought. Yeah, it's it's all yeah. And the way that they spoke was just mind blowing and beautiful. I haven't seen it yet. I know it's going all over. Oh my Instagram! I listened to it on the way to work and laughed, cried, learned so much. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. Beautiful conversation. Obviously, if you listen to our episode, totally listen to that one. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. (laughs) Um. But something that they were saying, there were, again, so many things that they said were just absolutely beautiful. But one of the things that they said was how they were, oh, I'm going to try to, I'm going to end up butchering it. But basically, they were like, I'm divine. I'm beautiful. I'm wonderful. And who I am is a gift to the world exactly as I am. Wow. And it was so wonderful to hear a beautiful soul just say that. And I that like stuck with so many things from the episode stuck with me and I want to listen to it again and like fully absorb all of it. But that was one of the things that really stuck because I think that oh sorry, we get so wrapped up in saying negative things about ourselves. So true. To ourselves all the time, but we also put them out like it's a self-deprecating joke. And I am so over that. And hearing Alok just so beautifully and confidently be like, no, honey, I am beautiful or 
what did they keep saying? They kept saying darling. Like they would be like, no, darling. And I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> um, and just being so centered in who they are mm-hmm. and complete and absolute love with themselves mm-hmm. was so beautiful. And I just, oh my gosh, listening to it, like I kept thinking about it and I'm like, oh my God, what would our world be if we all had that kind of love for ourselves? And it was wonderful. And of course, since then I have since then gone on social media and and people are so quick to put themselves down in a funny way or make it like the butt of the joke or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's so fucking played out already. Like we have been doing that for so long. It's boring. It's exhausting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's tiring. And it doesn't add any positivity into the world. Like who the hell cares if you don't know how to do something or whatever the case is. It doesn't need to be the butt of every joke. Like just stand in your own beautiful divine power and just scream it from the rooftops or say it just to yourself Mm -hmm. in quiet, but like own it and love it and love who you are. And that is so hard. And that obviously is part of like our overall topic for today, you know, part of it. But for the amount of time we spend putting ourselves down, if we take a fraction of that to pick ourselves back up and to show ourselves some love, mm-hmm. like we can get to the point that Alok is at where they are just sitting here going, I am beautiful. I am divine. I am a gift to the world. And also fully admitting that they are not perfect, like saying like, oh, I'm a divine mess. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not perfect. Like just sitting in that and loving themselves so much, like, Oh, it was just beautiful. It was beautiful and I loved it. And I have just been thinking, I'm like, oh, I want so much more of that. Like I, I we see so many people constantly putting themselves down. Yeah. And I feel like that's how I've dealt with like my depression and anxiety for mm-hmm. most of my life. Just yeah. like poking fun at myself. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be like that. And the thing is sometimes life is really fucking hard like depression like we're gonna talk about with this episode fucking knocks the wind out of your sails and like will bring you so low so i am not in any way diminishing that struggle right but it i i don't know i just i saw this person just yeah that's loving themselves i'm like oh man a journey absolutely that they had to go through but yeah I just saw that and went, oh, man, I want that for myself. I want that for everyone that I know and love, people that I don't know and love. Like, just complete and absolute divine love. And like you're saying, it's so easy, especially when your mental health isn't in the best place. Yeah. To do that. To to maybe not have the words to say what you're struggling with and therefore make a joke about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's just part of our overall conversation of uh, mental health. I think we should... Welcome our guest Ooh. of honor today. Have you met him already? No. Oh, um, brand new stranger. Like, like crossed eyes at the supermarket. <laughs> Sexy eyes. Over the 10 years of your relationship. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually only seen each other at the supermarket. It's great. It works for him. It works for me. We're married though. <laughs> um, We have a very special guest. Yes. My lovely super hot super nerdy husband i would agree with those statements right yes yeah hands easy down on, easy on the eyes he is so easily could become anyone's favorite person very true like he's amazing yeah i absolutely adore him so today's episode we're gonna talk about all about mental health yeah and 
we're bringing Harold in because in the past two years, he has been working on his mental health and striving to become a better person. Yeah. And recognizing that, hey, this is a shitty situation mm-hmm. that I'm in right now in my own head. And what am I going to do to get better? Yeah. So. It's beautiful. Without further ado. <gasps> oh. Ooh. Our husband. Our husband. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Harold, welcome to the podcast. Welcome, Magic Seeker. Hello. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I- <laughs> I feel like an official magic seeker. <laughs> you really are. You really are. <laughs> I'm happy to be here um, from the other room. Yes. I know it's so excited yeah. to have you on this side of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, should... I'm usually just listening and then uh, edit the episode. And our fa- our favorite IT guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm usually playing video games, listening, listening in. Yeah, I wasn't playing video games. I was waiting for my cue. <laughs> and then we were like, "Hello!" And then we were blowing smoke up your ass, like. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I know. I really hope they're disappointed. Good thing I'm not on video. <laughs> no, like, that's when everyone would just like <laughs> zoom in on your face. And they'd be like, what? <laughs> um, so we like to start off every episode by asking, how's your heart, Harold? How is my heart? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a question you don't have to think too much about, but it's okay. not just an overall like, Hey, what's up? How are you? Yeah, like, like uh, I'm good. Really, like, how's your heart? And it could be a today. Like, it doesn't have to be an overall. Okay. How's your heart? The majority of your life. Uh, cool. I I, I feel like when you picture a heart in your head, mm-hmm. you have the uh, the stereotypical cartoon heart. Mm-hmm. I feel like mine right now looks like the real heart, where mm-hmm. it's like it is a heart, mm-hmm. but it's just kind of like sloppy mm-hmm. at this point. So that's what I. Uh, that's. That's how my heart feels at today. Just a little sloppy. <laughs> I feel like I'm with you every day since you're still like working from home. And today I could sense a little tenseness. So that's a good answer. Just a little sloppy. Yeah. A little. Just a little sloppy. A little struggle today. Yeah. Sorry I'm not up to par with you guys if your hearts are feeling good and pure no. well i will say that's one of our biggest things where we're like no we're gonna be honest like there's yeah. some days where we're like oh it's great I'm, I'm having a great day today and then there's other days where it's like no not today exactly we, there was not the last episode i think the episode before that where sarah was like not well bitch i'm not doing well exactly we want you to be honest <laughs> yeah and this is a safe space for you to be honest about your day yeah and your heart so it was a struggle today yeah. yeah well there we go i love it thank you for being honest you're welcome Mm. How is your heart, Christine? I'm feeling pretty good today. Good. Like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I had a really good day at work, which for anybody who's been kind of listening along, the some days are not easy um, just because it's so much new to learn. But I don't know. Today I kind of fly through my work. I got it all done. Good. My boss and I laughed around a lot. She ordered us Chinese food. Um, and so I know that in the grand scheme of things, these little things don't add up to these monumental moments, but it added up to a good day, you know? And so I was like, oh, today's not bad. Today's a good day. Yeah. And sometimes I've noticed that I'll say like, oh, it's good, but it's because I'm focusing on the good. But today it was just, oh no, it was actually a pretty good day today. 
good. Yeah, and then I came here and we had some delicious dinner. And now we're chatting. Yes, we are. I love it. How about you, Sarah? How is your heart feeling today? My heart's feeling good. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like like in the begin in the beginning of the episode, I said that I was you know dabbling in the spiritual, dabbling in the witchy stuff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like opened opened my eyes a little bit, opened my heart a little bit. I meditated a little bit today for the first yeah. time, like ever, pretty much, because I'm always like meditating. What's that gonna do? Mm-hmm. But just like sitting with yourself for a little bit and mm-hmm. just letting yourself feel whatever you want to feel, mm-hmm. but also like quiet your mind and not think about how much of a failure failure you are. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's that's nice. Yeah, help clear yeah. your brain a bit. Yeah. Do you feel like um, I know you're very much at the beginning of this journey? Yeah. But do you feel like it's already helped with your mental health? Um, I'm in, um, I'm like a few days in, so mm-hmm. not that yeah. much. Um, but you saw my binder. I downloaded, I, I downloaded like a, like a, I think it was called Baby Witch Basics <laughs> off of Etsy for like $4. <laughs> and I feel like once I read through everything and kind of like learn everything, mm-hmm. that'll like be really nice. Yeah. Be good for my mental Harold, how do you feel about the fact that when you're having a super stressful day, Sarah's just going to come by you and, like, put a crystal next to you <laughs> and then, like, light some sage and, like, waft it in your direction? I, <laughs> Start chanting. <laughs> I, to, to be honest, I, I, I can't wait. Um, <laughs> it's not what I thought you were going to It's It's just the fact that it's some, I guess, some positive energy. I... Yeah, I'm all, I'm all for the the positive energy just mm-hmm. cuz I know Sarah's an empath, so she'll take yeah. on some of my stress mm-hmm. like off my shoulders and put it onto hers and if she has an outlet to kind of make her life a little more positive, yeah. Um by all means, go for it. Um I mean, I'm not going to charge crystals in the moonlight, <laughs> but I know, I know that. Give me a year, people. Give me a year. I know that. I know that Sarah, Sarah really wants to do that, and yeah. I'm I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Like, go ahead. Yeah, I think we've said that a few times. Where it's like, I can't think of anything that's hurting people less. Like, True. if what's going to help you and make you feel better and make you feel more grounded and more at peace is. A crystal because it has a specific energy that is getting um, energy from the moon or like certain herbs that you are either using or enjoy- what like yes do it like if yeah. that's gonna make you feel better I can do it I think we've talked about this yeah. like a few episodes ago in this shit whole world <laughs> do whatever you need to do to get through exactly and if charging crystals by the moonlight is my thing mm-hmm. let me fucking have it exactly I love it <laughs> But you really are going to come home, and it's going to look like a gemstone store. Right? It really <laughs> like, is. And so, j- crystals on every yeah. corner. Like a little rock quarry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, playing, like, the babbling brook <laughs> as she's just, like, meditating in a corner surrounded by her crystals. With my titties out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're, like, in my natural form. I'm lining my chakras. <laughs> I love it. I'm actually very excited. <laughs> a lot of that stuff is stuff. Um, I don't want to say stuff, but a lot of that belief system or, or knowledge of those things Jill has. I don't. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked mm-hmm. about it. And so 
sometimes she'll say certain things uh and i'm like god yeah like that makes so much fucking sense that i go for it i love it me too and if in the end of the day it helps with your mental health why not exactly so let's begin Let's begin. Are you nervous? Let's is begin. It, is yeah, like I know. A lot of pressure for you? <laughs> no, no, no. It's not a lot of pressure. You are a podcast pro at this point. You are. You. This yeah, is your. I'm, I'm. I'm fine. Yeah. This is your third podcast that you've been on. Not this a week. This week. Yeah. <laughs> this week. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And I've also I called the restaurant today, and I you answered did. some of their questions. <laughs> <laughs> you did order work, our dinner. I so you're ready to go. Uh, yeah. You I'm need good. a freaking break after this, huh? I love it. Yes. You're the next have few to days. Recharge your crystals. Yeah, we <laughs> out. So I think we kind of said this earlier when you weren't in the room, but I'm sure you heard. One of the big reasons why we wanted to bring you in for this conversation is because you have been so open with your mental health journey. Out of the three of us, you're the only one who's been to therapy. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is wonderful and something to praise because i don't think therapy is encouraged enough in our society but it's definitely not encouraged enough when it comes to the male experience and so i love that that's a journey that you're on and so i think sarah and i know maybe there'll be more stuff that we find out as you speak but i would really love to hear and maybe so would our listeners like what got you to that point like, what made you finally pick up the phone and say, okay, I'm starting this? It it was a, a culmination of a few things. Okay. Um, one being that I was knocked off the horse mm-hmm. and I just wasn't getting back up. Mm. You know, uh, I had the taste of dirt in my mouth and I was just kind of in my own pity. Mm-hmm. And it, it was going on for a, a while. And it was something that was brewing for a long time and then Mm -hmm. eventually just kind of caught up to me. Mm -hmm. And then it hit me hard. And, and, you know, being stressed from work and, um, you know, obviously 2020 was also another impact, even though I was going to therapy before that. Mm -hmm. It was just like a bunch of different things. But also Sarah was the first person to say, you need to go see someone because... I cannot be taking on this. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, she's not a licensed professional. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe after this podcast, she will be. <laughs> I try to be. But yeah, I, I just needed to talk to someone that can understand um, the plight that my mind yeah. constantly goes through daily. And mm-hmm. it still goes through um, daily. And it's just because of... Um, having intrusive thoughts with mm-hmm. OCD and then with therapy came psychiatrists, mm-hmm. which that's what diagnosed me with OCD. Mm-hmm. But yes, um, just kind of being in that hole of despair and misery in my own head, not really understanding all the, you know, things that were flying around in there. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then having Sarah really pushed me yeah, to go see someone who I'm still seeing today. Do you feel like, uh, we've said this, completely different, but the wording is right. We said this with personality tests where we're like, sometimes having the wording for what you're experiencing helps. Do you feel at times talking to your therapist, like they can help you express yourself better? Because you're like, ah, yeah, that's what I've been struggling with. Like, have they, have they been able, able to 
shine a light on what it is that you've been experiencing and help you understand it better? Yes. Mm-hmm. So when when I talk to my therapist, she asks the questions and kind of brings to light like things that I say. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm sometimes I just kind of go off and I start rambling. Yeah. And then she'll stop me and ask a question of like why I chose this way or like hey like do you want to know why you were thinking this? Mm. And I had no no idea. And yeah, she she was just kind of like shining a light on different aspects of where my ramblings were going yeah and pointing out like some good things like hey like i'm proud of you for thinking this way Mm -hmm. and thinking this other way like we know the reasons why your your mind's kind of going that way yeah and i i just have a lot of different tunnels Mm -hmm. oh i it's well when i talk to my therapist we call it a hallway okay it's a hallway with a bunch of doors and mostly during the day all those doors are open mm-hmm. now for like for you guys it's just kind of like the the hallways there and let's say you guys are talking about one topic that door is open mm-hmm. and you guys are talking about the topic maybe another door is open where you can kind of connect the two and mm-hmm. like have a nice cross breeze whatever but all my doors are open mm-hmm. and i'm constantly thinking about everything else that is currently going on in my life during that day mm-hmm. at work and it's just kind of like trying to figure out ways to close some of those doors. Yeah. So I'm not so stressed in my in my own head. It sounds overwhelming. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> overwhelming it's, is an uh, understatement, yeah, but I, yeah. yeah. I don't get sweaty because it's hot outside. <laughs> it's just that my, uh, my mind is kind of running a mile a minute. Yeah. Wow. Did you, um, so you learned that, uh, do you think you learned that after you were diagnosed with OCD? I, I, I always knew that I was kind of thinking uh, like nonstop. Just I never had a moment like to relax. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten called out on it a few times, especially by Sarah and her mm-hmm. mom also asking, like, do you ever relax? <laughs> and that, this is before I was going to therapy. Mm-hmm. I was like, very subtly. No, no, yeah. I don't relax. Um, but. It definitely gave me an idea of what I'm looking at, like being diagnosed and knowing like mm. what what it is and not just like I'm I feel like I'm going crazy. It's yeah, you know, it's, it's an actual thing. And for the longest time and sometimes I still think about this, like how I'm alone mm-hmm. and I'm the only one that has this mm-hmm. this feeling and i'm not and yeah. Callie, my therapist tells me all, mm-hmm. every other thursday tells me like stop <laughs> yeah there's a ton of other people that kind of go through this and yeah just um from going to therapy and learning about it mm-hmm. i now have this image in my head of what i need to do and i can kind of close my eyes at some point and really try to force some of those doors closed yeah, like she's taught you ways to work through that in those moments. Yeah, like I, I was, I, I got taught, um, like little tools, like in my, mm. you know, my tool belt. That's amazing. Of, like, I have my own room in this mm. hallway where I can go and just kind of like be myself, mm-hmm. and it's just like it's for me. I, I, I'm really not allowed to tell you guys <laughs> what the what the room is. That's fine. But there's a poster of. Car- 
Carmen Electra on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but it's 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 the room inside this hallway that is just for me that I'm yeah. really trying to not allow anything else in, even though they're mm-hmm. all running amok. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I try really hard to just sit there mm-hmm. and you know pretend that I'm reading a book or do whatever. But I know eventually I'm gonna have to go. Yeah. Back out into the the hallway. That even just saying that sounds like leaps and bounds from when you first stepped into her office. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I, it, it was just a mess. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like trying to solve a, you know, a maze, mm-hmm. but all the lines are crisscrossed. Yeah. And you're like, there, there is no solution to this mm-hmm. until, you know, you're shining a different light over it. And you're like, oh, wait, some of these lines are fake. Yeah. I, I can try to figure this out. Wow. So beautifully well said. I shouldn't be surprised. You are the writer. Um, what I thought was, I mean, I don't want to say cool. That's, I have a lack of a better word. But you touching on that while you were struggling with this, you felt alone and like you were the only one. And she was reminding you that you weren't. I mean, that's something that the three of us have completely different mental health stories and journeys and things that we've struggled with but yet that's something all three of us feel where every single time I was at my lowest I kept thinking I'm the only one in the world who has ever gone through this which is Mm -hmm. such a dramatic statement Mm -hmm. but in the moment you really feel like it and so it's interesting how we're all experiencing that but yet we really genuinely believe it when we're in it. Like I'm the only one who's ever had to deal with this. Yeah. It's, it's because we're so self-centered. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds bad, but every single person, no matter what goes on in your life, it go, it happens in front of you, behind mm-hmm. you, to the sides of you. Everything happens to you. Yeah. I, so that's why. I also think that the more, and we've said this before, but like the more you talk about it, the more you show other people like they're not the only ones experiencing this. So let's say someone who is currently going through a really rough time, currently considering going to therapy, just any of it is possibly hearing us talk and going, oh, I'm not the only one. So I'm totally with you that we're all wrapped up in our own shit. But at the same time, I sometimes I think the only way to get out of that is for us to be honest about our shit, you know, and just like put it out there because then other people are going, oh, crap, you? Oh, me too. You know, I guess I'm not the only one. You know, there is a another side to this or someone who can understand. But that's yeah. so freaking tough when you're in it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's not a breeze to mm. walk through. And and like being diagnosed with OCD and, you know, if you, you, know, you probably know people mm-hmm. with OCD, it's there's no there's no cure. It's yeah. not like a uh, after five years you know, I'm done. Yeah. Like that's stick to it. this regimen. And then you're, yeah. yeah. Like that's it. Like celery, you know, juice <laughs> and just look into the sun and you know, <laughs> you're good. Heat up your crystals <laughs> and you're good. There, there, there isn't. So it, it is, it is a lifelong thing, but mm-hmm. therapy um, can give you the tools to kind of help, you know, walk through this and then medication as well. Yeah. Um, can also help tackle some of the uh the effects of it yeah but just knowing that it's it's just always going to be mm-hmm. here sometimes yeah. it won't be as stressful but yeah um sarah have you ever considered seeing a therapist especially after hearing like harold's experience and being oh, there for all yeah, of that for sure yeah um my experience with 
I was diagnosed with uh, anxiety and depression back in 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I immediately went on med- medication for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got really lucky and medication worked right away for me. Yeah. And I know that's not really the case for a lot of people. Yeah. Which is awful mm-hmm. <laughs> and can be traumatic, honestly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I got really lucky and I, I think everyone can benefit from therapy. I completely agree. Honestly. Yeah. Um, Harold's been going for what, going on three years now and, um, it's been great for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There, and I know a lot of people who have had to like kind of goldilocks their way into therapy like Mm -hmm. oh this one's not quite right for me yeah like same thing with medication Mm -hmm. um but i mean what have you got to lose when you find the right one you know yeah it definitely seems like i have a tend to i tend to joke like it's like dating or i would imagine i haven't done that yet but i would assume it's like dating it's like finding the one that actually works for you because i think that um, I've heard plenty of people say, oh, I tried therapy. I couldn't connect to my therapist. It wasn't for me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that therapist wasn't for you. That happens just mm-hmm. like with dating, with friendships, with any type of connection you have with someone. Yeah. Um, that doesn't mean there isn't a therapist for you. You know, it just takes a little bit of time. But I think what sucks is that um, a different part of that conversation is that it's not easily accessible. Totally. And so... That's really hard. Like, I know that there are countless 1-800 lines that you can call in your darkest moments and they are there for you. And that is so beautiful. And I'm so happy that we have that. But finding a therapist and then getting to be picky with finding the one that works for you isn't easy. And it's it's incredibly privileged. Very privileged. Yeah. Yeah. And so... um, like I've been wanting to go to therapy for years, but I haven't had health insurance for years. Mm. And so like, I just can't like I, I, you know, especially there were so many years there where I was just living paycheck to paycheck where I'm like, I, I can't squeeze in, you know, and, and you'll hear people make comments where they're like, oh, well, if it was a priority, you'd figure it out. I'm like, no, I'm literally just There's trying to no put food on the table now, and yeah. pay my rent. Like I can't afford to now go see a therapist. And I remember I got so discouraged, like in the height of COVID, I had this horrible day and I was a wreck. And I remember everyone when COVID first started was advertising those like telemed therapists where or like, uh, I don't even know any of their names, but those companies that you basically like text them and there's a therapist at your fingertips. And it was such a bad day. And I was like, okay, like, I'm going to at least do this. You know, you can't see anybody in person because like, I know you were doing like Zoom uh, uh, visits with your therapist. Yeah. Visits make it sound like you guys were just like chilling. <laughs> Appointments, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, okay, I was like, I'm gonna do this. And as soon as I signed on, they were like 59.99, and I'm like, uh, it's COVID. Everyone's hours are cut. Like I'm like, no one's making any money right now. Like people, like you're monetizing off of this. And at the end of the day, everyone needs to make a paycheck. So I, I understand that. And, and I don't think that therapists are paid enough. Like, it's like a whole big thing, but it does suck how inaccessible it is for so many people. Right. But then I think of the people who are in therapy and I'm like, 
fuck yes. Like, I am so happy that you figured out a way to do it, that you can do it because you're in a way healing yourself. Not that anything's broken, but like you're understanding the puzzle of who you are even better and therefore moving through your world and the world in a much more better way for yourself. Um, And that's fucking amazing. So I completely agree. Everyone can benefit from therapy. I also think one of the misconceptions is that people think, oh, if I'm in therapy, I'm in it for the rest of my life. And you're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not true. You took a little break, right? Or you went? No, I didn't. I didn't take a break. <laughs> <laughs> that was her I, other husband. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going every week, every mm-hmm. Thursday for almost two years. And then once COVID hit um, towards the end of. 2020 i started going every other thursday mm. um over zoom we were meeting in person and then um obviously we couldn't meet in person yeah so we went over zoom so i've been going every other thursday mm-hmm. um i feel like i want to go back to every thursday mm-hmm. but like because some days are just worse than others but i can call her mm-hmm I just haven't mm-hmm. because those are the intrusive thoughts. Like, am I bothering her? And then yeah. that spirals out into other things mm-hmm. like, oh, what if I have to pay for it? Oh, what if I have to do this and this and this? And mm-hmm. then I just go down a rabbit hole and then I just sit there and I don't do anything. Yeah. And then I just wait for the Thursday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's, that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Would you Do you think you would talk to her about going back to every week? Um. Do you feel like you're following her lead right now? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I can schedule like whenever. Mm, oh, okay. So it's not like I have to do it for like a year or for six months. Oh, okay. I can just say, hey, like, can we meet tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And she's free. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, can I meet two days in a row? Or, you know, I can I can do all that. Yeah. And it, it'll be fine. Oh, okay. That's good that you have that flexibility. Um, what was I going to say? Um... As a man in therapy and who has kind of got gotten whatever shit they're dealing with under control, um, what would you say to another man who was trying to decide if they wanted to go to therapy or get help? Well, with I feel like with men especially and therapy and medication and talking about your feelings um especially in in our generation and then the generations above us mm-hmm. um it's very much of like you're either a manly man like you're sylvester stallone mm-hmm. or you're richard simmons mm-hmm. like there's no in, in between mm-hmm. that's that's like the the mindset of yeah. our generation and above and i bet you sylvester stallone goes to therapy though I bet you yeah, he cries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but what, yeah, what I'm, what I know I'm what you're yeah, what I'm getting at is there's there's no middle ground, and yeah. obviously um, the Gen Xers below us, you see, there's such a large middle ground, mm-hmm. you know, and Gen Z, Gen Z sorry, yeah. not Gen X, that's like our grandparents. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's such a large middle ground, and you kind of get jealous of that, and then our like millennials and above, we can't get over that hump of oh, I can go to therapy and talk about my feelings, but mm-hmm. oh, no, I have to be I have to be a man and eat sunflower seeds. And You still got to, like, balance it out. Yeah, I have yeah. to. Oh, no, I need, I need to grow hair on my chest. Like, mm-hmm. we, we've all said man up mm-hmm. at some point in our lives. 
we, we've all said it yeah. and not really thinking about the, the stigma behind it. Mm-hmm. But like knowing that I'm not like the manliest man, mm-hmm. like, and then go into therapy. That was, that was an easy transition mm-hmm. for me. Um, but yeah, I feel like a lot of people can benefit from it and they absolutely need to get over that sense of, Oh, it's just for women. It's just for people that are feminine mm-hmm. in their emotions. Yeah. I, I, so many of the words that you use to describe therapy in general, like are so limiting, which is, is wild. Like that's not to say anything against what you, what you just said. Like, mm-hmm. like where you're saying how you're like, oh, well, men are expected to behave a certain way. You're just putting men in, in a box and not allowing them to be anything else. You know, you're saying like, oh, I'm going to create, like society created these ideas that was comfortable to them. And therefore mm-hmm. it's like, you're either this or you're this. And as the time goes by, same thing happens with women. You know, either you're docile or you're a bitch. Like either you're emotional or you're cold. Like it's like, it's not binary. Like the world is not binary. People are not binary. And so to all of those words that you use that people throw at humans in general, but especially men, especially with their uh, mental health and their emotional health, it's like all the world is doing is just putting you in a box. They put you in a box. They put us in a box. They put everybody in a box and saying, this is easier to swallow. So you're going to stay here. And instead you're throwing the box out. And you're saying, I don't, I don't care. Like, call me manly, call me feminine, call me whatever for doing this. I'm not going to pay attention to it. I think uh, getting the help that you need mm-hmm. is like more important than being masculine. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. it, your mental health is everything. Like, mm-hmm. everything. I said that when I was talking about a few episodes ago. Like, mm-hmm between mine and Harold's relationship as a married couple. Like yeah. it goes um uh laughing together mm-hmm. <laughs> and then mental health. Yeah. Like you gotta put those first. Yeah. Or else you're gonna have a really shitty time. Yeah. It's gotta be hard though, I would assume, to work through that though, to then get to that point. Because even you're saying like, oh, well, I wasn't the manliest man, so it was easier for me, you know, but even that you're like, I still had to work through it, you know, like you still had to get to the point where you're like, okay, I am going to do this. And then if you think of the people who walk around thinking I am the manliest man, I was raised to be this way, I'm expected to be this way. And then to say to them, go, yeah, just ignore that. Go to therapy. Like, it's, it's something to work through, yeah. you know? Yeah. A, a lot of those um, personalities that are so stern in their ways mm-hmm. also don't really see a sense of anything wrong with them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. being very hard-headed. So they're not the ones thinking that I'm very manly, mm-hmm. but I do know that I should be getting better help. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, they don't go together. Yeah. It's once they realize, once people realize that, oh, I need some help. Mm-hmm. Their guard is down. Yeah, that's true. There's a there's a level of vulnerability to that, which vulnerability for so many people equals weakness. And I think we're true. getting to a society in which people start to realize that vulnerability when it comes to your emotions and your mental health is 
a strength and something to be proud of and something to work towards. But for as long as time, vulnerability has been an absolute weakness. And I think that to go into therapy and say that whether it's there are things from your past you want to work through, whether it's a a time you're going through at the moment that you need to come out of the other side, like you're being vulnerable and saying, like you said, I need help. And that's not typically associated with the other things that the world has put on you. And that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So you mentioned, sorry, I feel like I wrote down so many questions. (laughs) Um, Both of you mentioned, because I have not experienced this. So both of you mentioned being on medication. And both of you have also experienced being on medication and then not being on medication. How do you feel like the biggest differences in your life have been? You know, where, you know, uh, you started on medication, things change or things change for whatever way, the better, the worse, however. Mm -hmm. And like, what has that experience of being on medication been like? Um, so I was at a really low, low, Mm -hmm. like I like a very low, low, like everything suicidal thoughts. Yeah. Um, couldn't hold my shit together for more than an hour. Mm -hmm. Just cry. Well, not even crying because I was so, um, just numb. Yeah to my feelings that um it was just nothing Mm. and then I went on medication um for my depression and I think at that point anything would have worked honestly and I know that's not true for all for every everyone Mm -hmm. but for me um it was like night and day pretty much Mm. and I went on it early. I think it was actually late 2017. Um, And I upped my dose a little bit and then went back down. And now, a few years later, um, I think I'm finally at the point where I'm going to be okay with stopping it. Mm -hmm. And I I think we also need to normalize that too. Just like... Medication might work for a substantial amount of time, but mm-hmm. you don't have to be on it forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and your body changes too. Mm-hmm. Like, so um, there was actually a time earlier this year where I was accidentally off of my medication. Mm. And I, it was actually fine Mm -hmm. um and now that i'm back on it i think that um you know i things change Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna be okay off of it again Mm -hmm. um so yeah medication has definitely changed my life for sure Mm -hmm. for the better and i know that's not the case for everyone yeah but it's interesting to hear that it, it it can be a windy road. It can be, absolutely. You know, yeah. where I think sometimes people think, oh, I'm just going to get prescribed this pill. I'm going to take it every day for the rest of my life. Honestly, and that's what I thought. Like, yeah. When I got prescribed it, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, this is it. This is my magic pill that yeah. I'm going to take every day of my life. But 
It's so not like that. And some people that makes them feel comfort because they're like, okay, I'll just do this for the rest of my oh, life. Me for and sure, yeah. for other people, it discourages them because they're like, wait, I'm going to have to take this pill every day for the rest of my life? Yeah. Fuck that. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um. So that's why I think it, it's cool to hear from someone who's had a non-linear journey yeah, with medication sure. because mm-hmm. it, it hasn't been just like, oh, you've taken the exact same pill, the exact same dosage ever since this journey started. Right. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go? Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I um, I went on medication uh, in, was it September last year or August last year? And it actually took a bit for me to get the right medication mm-hmm. for me um, because I was, I first went to this, I went to a doctor and I was uh, seeing things mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, this could be schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. And... So I, w- I went to the doctor and they prescribed me um, stuff for schizophrenia mm-hmm. and for OCD, which is it's the same as an antidepressant mm-hmm. SRI. And I had to play around with different medications because I had like heart palpitations and I mm. couldn't sleep. I, I was really restless and I kept calling my psychiatrist like this isn't working and yeah. this one's not working. And I finally found one that was working for me mm-hmm. and I went on it for a couple of months and I could definitely tell that there was some slowness in my brain mm. where I could just kind of sit down and be a little clearer and mm-hmm. not jump to so many conclusions mm-hmm. um, or spiral really. And then we moved and there was a mix up with my medication and I couldn't use the same Austin, Texas uh, psychiatrist Oh yeah, and CVS just wasn't, working with me so now i have to find a new doctor mm-hmm. but i've been off my medication since uh january mm-hmm. of this year and this is where i can really tell the difference because everything mm-hmm. just can't came back wow you yeah know, knocked back on the door and they're like hey man like we're here like we, we were just kind of like waiting in the car like yeah. we never left um so yeah i i've been off my medications and cyrus isn't doing well and I don't know if I am mm. um, just because I have a lot of, you know, f- things that like rituals in my head that I, I need to constantly follow. Yeah. And I wasn't when I was on medication, I was being a little more lax. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. With those. Um, like I have very bad um, ideas about bad luck mm-hmm. um, and I associate it with basically a lot of things in my life yeah um like i can't move certain things i can't read certain books um like watching like going to like movies that i used to like Mm. or stuff like that i just can't do it because it's associated with bad luck and that's Mm. a, a part of ocd and with medication i was being lenient with myself and being like okay like let's see what happens yeah if i were to start reading this mm-hmm. and then being a little more rational with myself like if i noticed something was going awry like mm-hmm. at work or in life or whatever and then being like okay that well that's happening for a reason mm-hmm. you know this is it's gonna happen and that and that's what happened yeah but now i pick up a book something goes on wrong in my life mm-hmm. i can't read it 
Like it's like yeah. a social. I can point like which books in my library I cannot touch. Yeah, and it's devastating to my life because I love to read mm-hmm. and I love to play games and it takes spend so much time out of my day. Mm-hmm. And so eventually I have to you know consult another doctor and yeah and get back on the medication. But I know that this is just going to be me like moving forward. Mm-hmm. But with at least with medication, I'm a little better at thinking. So mm-hmm. when Sarah says, oh, I was worried that I was going to have to take this medication every day for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I will be more than happy to. Yeah. One, because I can put it part of a routine, mm-hmm. which I absolutely love a routine. And anytime I deviate from a routine, it bothers me a lot. Mm-hmm. Does the routine help with your thoughts? It does. Yeah. Um, and the, the work that I do is chaotic because... I don't have a routine. Yeah. And so eight hours of the day, I'm without a routine. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, I try to get back on it and it's harder. But with medication, I'll be more than happy to just continuously take it. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I liked how it made me feel for those couple of months. Yeah. I wasn't like relaxing, sitting on the couch, <laughs> just like... Oh, it's I'll, not like a glass I'll, of wine where you're like, oh. I'll just eat everything. Like, yeah. I was sitting there and I wasn't like, oh, I'm not spiraling out of control right now for no yeah. no reason whatsoever. Wow. Sounds incredibly helpful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Did either of you have any reservations about talking to the people in your life, whether it's friends or family, about your mental health journey in general and your journey with medication? Um, well, I've been very open. Yeah. Um, specifically with my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and on social media. I feel yeah. like the more people talk about it, the more normalized it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had no reservations about it. Yeah. Really. Um, but, and I'm going to talk for you for a second. Um, <laughs> That's fine. He's <laughs> your husband. You could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I I was suffering with anxiety and depression, but Harold mm-hmm. was suffering with OCD or is suffering with, with OCD and potentially was potentially schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like our society has since normalized anxiety and depression yes but ocd and schizophrenia are not talked mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. yet and i feel like there might be a disconnect with him being so open about it mm-hmm. and talking about it yeah because like there's very specific mental illnesses that are appropriate Mm-hmm. Which is shitty. Easy to swallow. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. I think depression and anxiety are definitely at the absolute top of the list, but OCD, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, there are so many mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. people are like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's like, a little different. Like they don't want to talk about it. There are, there are four types of OCD. Mm-hmm. And the thing that when people think of OCD, they think of the first type, mm-hmm. which is organization mm-hmm. and lighting things up and, you know, making sure everything is perfect, like being a perfectionist. And that's mm-hmm. uh, the term that gets thrown around like, oh, I'm, o- I'm so OCD. Mm-hmm. 
and but that's just that's one type um and then there's like cleanliness where mm. you're constantly like making yourself clean mm. no dust stuff like that that is a part of ocd um and there's one that i have which is intrusive thoughts mm. and kind of like anything with like you know bad luck and yeah. rituals and stuff like that and then the other one is um like hoarding Mm-hmm. like you can't let go of anything yeah. that is a form of OCD and you know if I brought it up like I brought it up to um, friends in my life you know mm-hmm. from work and whatnot and um, I do have like a, a clean desk and I do mm-hmm. line things up I do dip in and out of each kind mm-hmm. of type I don't hoard so that's that's not something that I, that I um, do. Some would look at your book collection and disagree, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, but continue. He has donated so many. Yes. Yeah. Um, but when I when I opened it up, when I opened up about that, they're mm. like, "Oh yeah, no, I get it." But like, I've never mm. mentioned to them that I have intrusive thoughts. Yeah. Um, and that's just a way that people react to when you you say like, because you know you don't think of OCD as a mental illness; you think of it as a quirk yeah it's true like like oh no my god like you know what like before you come inside take your shoes off i'm so ocd like Mm -hmm. i just make sure and it's it's really not the case Mm -hmm. um so that's yeah what what sarah was saying it's not really talked about it's just because i can't really convey like what exactly is going on in my head and the voice is i (laughs) sarah makes fun of me but it, it his name is Slick Steve. Mm-hmm. I'm um, so glad you gave him a name. Yeah, and he is he is very slick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he he slides in and disrupts most of my day, mm-hmm. um, and I just have to realize that you know it's it's him kind of pulling the strings sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, like even last night, I, I went to go pick up a a book, and sometimes I'll just kind of stare at my bookshelf mm-hmm. for a while and. You mean every night? Yeah, and, and decide <laughs> what I'm going to read. But ultimately, ultimately, I'm just trying to remember which ones have bad luck, mm-hmm. and I can to not pick it up. Mm. And it's just him in my head, you know, telling me like, "Oh no, don't no, don't do that." Because uh, let's say like you know everything in my life is fine. Mm-hmm. I had like a good day. I go to my bookshelf and I go to pick up a book, and what pops up in my head is like, "Oh, remember that." sale you're gonna make yeah it's not gonna happen tomorrow or oh your check engine light is probably gonna go on or Mm. because of the heat and the rain and everything your Mm. tire is gonna be flat Mm. and i think about all those different things like oh you're probably gonna get a heartburn yeah when you go to sleep and so i'm like you know what i probably shouldn't read this Mm. or like play it safe like if i had something big happening i'd play i'd play it so safe Mm. just to avoid any of that but it's hard to talk about yeah as a um as a person not mm-hmm. just a guy a normie as a <laughs> <laughs> well it, it's it's hard to talk about to to anyone without them just already like if i bring up hey i, I have ocd mm-hmm. like already they'll like assess me yeah and they're like mm, what's weird like your shirt should be tucked in yeah, where they're, they want to talk about putting people in boxes. They want yep. to put you in the OCD box that makes sense to them. Exactly. So instantly they're like, oh, well, wait, that doesn't fit because you're not doing the things that I automatically associate with OCD. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's like if, you know, Sarah opens up about anxiety and depression, mm. like uh, like in today's standards, everyone's way more accepting and yeah. helpful when it comes to that. But if yeah. you if you 
swap OCD with that and mm-hmm. put it into a box. And these people were like, why aren't you in the corner crying? Yeah. Like, how are you outside right now? Yeah. And so that's where, you know, OCD and other mental health mm-hmm. you know, problems aren't there yeah. right now. Yeah. People aren't talking about it nearly enough. No, no. And, and it's not like I'm like trying to get the word out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's definitely, um, you know, it's not readily available. I can't just like scroll on Instagram mm-hmm. or like find, you know, papers or TED Talks mm-hmm. about it. It's mostly about anxiety, yeah. stress and uh, depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I, I know two people who are listening who struggle in very, very similar ways. Um, and I am really happy that you are sharing your story because you're sitting here and you're like, I'm not trying to bring awareness to this. Like you're, you're just sharing your story. But just in sharing your story is bringing awareness to it. You know, like yeah. like you're not buying a billboard and putting it up on in no. you know New York City, no, but no. like the like it is uncomfortable to talk about the things that you struggle with, or and it can be really hard. And so, it's just awesome that you're even willing to like figuratively and literally come to the table and talk about your experiences because in doing so, someone else will be able to see themselves in it and say, oh. I'm not the only one. The way you were struggling, especially in the beginning of your journey, thinking you were the only one going through this. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and realizing that I'm not alone mm-hmm. is it is quite a relief. Yeah. Um, but then again, I don't really talk to a lot of people yeah. that go through it. Because once again, it's harder. Mm-hmm. Because you can always end up talking to someone who's like, yeah, I'm just like super clean. And yeah. Like, no, I can't really talk to you. Like, do you have a slick sleeve that is just kind of talking for you in my mm-hmm. head? And when I when I say that, I don't mean like, oh my god, I'm gonna get into a car accident when mm-hmm. I'm driving. I mean it like, I'll be just kind of on the couch, and if I don't have the remotes on my side, mm-hmm. then, you know, in talking about us, like I'm gonna go downstairs, find a letter from the IRS that we owe like fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah. And, like, if I don't do these certain rituals, Mm -hmm. and it's hard to find someone like that, because I can't, I don't don't want to just put it out there, looking for this type of person. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I say, you know, looking for people who are currently suffering with OCD. Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's a Reddit. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm I'm part of the the subreddit. Um, And, you know, people do talk about the the problems that society has with... Mm -hmm. With uh, there's like games that you can download on the app store. It's like mm-hmm. oh my, they made OCD in the game, and you just kind of like organize red pens and green pens and, and things like that. And sure, they're fun, mm-hmm. and you play that. And yeah, sure, I love being organized and lining things up. I know Sarah hates it. Mm-hmm. Like I line everything up, and she would move it around. I don't move it around, <laughs> but <laughs> it's it's um yeah, it's it's just not there. Like I don't, I don't think there's that big of a community that I'm seeing yeah. in front of my eyes. There is, I know it, but you're yeah. just not a part of it right now. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not because I don't, I, I don't want to like mess up my routine, or I also don't want to take on some of their stuff. Oh, like hearing someone else's struggles and then being like, oh, 
like, all of a sudden you start struggling with it. I could see that. Yeah. 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 Now, you said routine a few times. Do you feel like you said that that helps? Are there other things that will either instantly trigger you or um, maybe not trigger, but like really mess with your mental health in general, like negatively, but then are what are the things positively that affect your mental health for both my beautiful babies that I'm looking at? Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. You, you I, go. I just wrote a list on this today. Did you really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> twinsies. Twinsies. Um, so, yeah, your question was, there's things – are there things that positively yeah. and negatively affect your mental health? Your mental health. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, oh, my God. That you, like, I, instantly know of where you're like, oh, I got to avoid this and yeah. I got to bring in extra this. I, yeah. I feel like I should go run and get my notebook really quick. <laughs> um, so things that positively uh, affect my mental health. Um, moving my body, which mm. I, I'm not a regular exerciser. Yeah. But... Just like moving or stretching or just walking outside. Yeah. Um, what's another thing? Disconnecting. Mm. Social media just turns my brain into mush sometimes. And I just like endlessly scroll. I call mm-hmm. it doom scrolling. Just like, why am I doing this? I'm not yeah. even paying attention. I'm not even soaking it up in my brain. Yeah. Why? Why? It's like muscle memory. You're like, oh, I'm just going to sit here and scroll because it's what my body's used to. But yeah, it's not nourishing you at all. Um. Uh, yeah, going outside, mm-hmm. eating veggies and fruit. Mm-hmm. I love veggies and fruit. Why don't I eat it? Mm-hmm. Um, journaling, like writing stuff down, writing lists, mm-hmm. everything. Um, that was one of the things you said earlier when I asked you how your day was. You were like, "It was pretty good. I feel like I started my day off with a list. I yeah. always feel better when I do that." And I was like, "Oh, nice." Exactly. Um. Being near bodies of water. Mm. I really missed that when I was in Texas. Yeah. Um, and now that I'm back on the East Coast, I can take advantage of it. And I don't. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. Things that negatively mm-hmm. affect my mental health. Um, um, alcohol intake. Mm. Like just like over drinking. Yeah. Um, that's never good for me. Over smoking. You talked about that. Over smoking. Like two weeks but ago. Or... On my positive list, mm-hmm. smoking the right amount. There, there's, there's I a, love that honesty. <laughs> there's a very fine line. Yeah. Um, um, what else? Being around negative energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. like crabby people mm-hmm. or just like, I don't know. Um, shoot, I wrote down so many good ones. Go get your notebook. Okay. Harold, Harold will. Harold will fill in for me. Yeah. Yeah, I can answer. (laughs) You unroll your (laughs) scroll. (laughs) Um, things that positively affect my Mm -hmm. mental health. Um, definitely playing video games Mm -hmm. and following a walkthrough. I, I am that, I'm that kid who bought a video game but i also bought the strategy guide do you feel like it's because it keeps your brain busy uh, yeah. Mm. yeah i don't know how i never 
put that together until this exact moment. Yeah. And wow. And I've talked about it with my therapist a yeah. lot. And doing things at the same time mm-hmm. definitely um, helps. Like I can, you know, watch a movie that I've seen and read a book. Yeah. Um, follow along with the walkthrough and, and play a video game. Listen to a podcast, play video mm. games, stuff like that. Um, definitely keeping my mind occupied mm. is like keeping a dog occupied. Yeah. Where you're just constantly giving it something to do. Mm-hmm. So that it's it's a positive for me just because I'm so ingrained. I, I don't have a second yeah. to give Slick Steve a moment to jump in and yeah. kind of handle it. And then when it's disrupted or... The routine is just mm-hmm. demolished. Then he kind of like walks in. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, what's up?" Um, reading does help, but it, it is like what I talked about before. It is finicky because mm-hmm. I I don't know what is going to give me good luck or bad luck. Um, I've returned books to Barnes and Noble because I've had a such a bad day. Yeah, and I didn't even read the book. I just bought it, brought it home horrible day and then brought it back because you felt like buying the book was the bad luck yes mm-hmm. that, was, that, was, that was bad i'm very superstitious mm-hmm. when when it comes to that um yeah that is it is a positive thing to read um definitely having having sarah in a positive mindset and mm-hmm. just kind of being you know her goofy self mm-hmm. but with that is a give and a take because what she said was being around crabby people and if I'm in a bad mood she's in a bad mood which is going to cause me to be even in a more <laughs> bad mood and it's it's such a it's a spiral it's, it's definitely a spiral and then that's causing me to spiral even more because now I'm worried about her yeah and what she's going through and how I can help remedy that um things that make my life a living hell um <laughs> it's like I said disrupting my my routine um, if I'm being told to do something that I wasn't planning on doing, mm, spontaneity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so interesting because like, I know you both so well. Go ahead. And I, if, if it's like, Hey, Hey, we're, we're all going to meet at this, uh, restaurant downtown. Mm-hmm. Meet us there. Like I, I would automatically start, like I, I cannot do it. I, I'm already thinking about all the different possibilities of parking mm-hmm. and um what do i have to wear can i wear shorts am i gonna wear a birkenstock and then mm-hmm. just those kind of spiral out of control um, yeah with different thoughts that go into my head so yeah being spontaneous i know is such a highlight when it comes to finding a significant other and being married mm-hmm. but that's just not me mm-hmm. um i just i need to plan it mm-hmm. i'm open for a ch- uh, like a change of plans mm-hmm. if like we decide to go to disney world right and we're like oh we had reservations at canada the steakhouse mm-hmm. but would you rather go to mexico yeah sure i'm open to it because it's dinner it's the same yeah. it's food now if we're going to disney and sarah's like are, are you open to driving down to tampa bay to meet someone mm-hmm. for dinner no yeah no, I'm not going to even it, like it's it's a totally like out of the way. And mm-hmm. I, I just can't deal with being spontaneous. Does it as, as someone who's in you alive <laughs> um, and spends quite a bit of time with you? Is it easier for you? Not that we spontaneously make plans, but if that was the case, would it be easier for the people in your life to hit you with spontaneous plans and give you as much detail as possible? 
like as someone who loves you, what what's the best way to avoid causing you that anxiety in the moment? Um, I mean, it depends on the situation, but mm-hmm. I, I also don't want to be a burden to anyone. Mm-hmm. And that also causes me to spiral um, is to know that I'm a liability mm-hmm. when, it, when it comes to plans. Well, I think you have every right to feel however you feel but i can i can tell you from at least my perspective there's nothing that you've said today that you struggle with that would be a burden for me mm-hmm. I, I can't speak for anybody else but i feel like anyone who's in your life yeah, and well, loves yeah, you thanks. you know like and and that's not saying that all of a sudden poof that thought is completely out of your brain i know that but what i'm saying is that if there was a list of things where you were like, you know what, Christine, if every time you come over, you did this, this or that, I can tell you right now, I wouldn't even hesitate. And I'd be like, done, no problem. Or, you know, moving forward with making plans, like even just hearing you say that, because I'll do it where I'm like, oh, let's just go here this weekend and not even think about it. But I've genuinely never heard you go into so much detail about this so now just thinking about that it's not a burden at all but now when we make future plans i'll be like hey we're gonna go here this is the time we're gonna get there it's all stuff i already know but never thought oh if i vocalize this any concerns or anxiety you might have or 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 any thoughts you might have that might be negative would pop up i'd had no idea so now that i know and i'm like oh okay when we make plans go into super specific detail because i probably already know it so why not share it um But that's good to know. Yeah, there, there, there are a lot of things mm-hmm. that it's. I'm like, I'm not even gonna just try to express yeah. like over text. Like, if, if everyone goes, "Hey, we're all meeting at this place. Like, mm-hmm. come hang out." But if you knew what I was thinking, yeah, and like having me write that to you, I'm like, okay, cool. What's everyone wearing? Mm-hmm. What's the parking? How much is this gonna cost me? When are we gonna leave? Is it in a bad area? Are there streetlights? Who mm-hmm. like who? Everyone that's gonna be there, mm-hmm. um, and do they know who I am? Do they like expect me to be funny? Yeah, it's just like having all that has a checklist and mm-hmm. send it out constantly. That's what plays in my head, and I'll just rather spiral and then mm-hmm. put it all on Sarah saying, "What do I wear? What do I do?" <laughs> it's funny cuz hearing you say that every single time we go out, you always ask that question mm-hmm. and even if you're already dressed, you second guess what you're wearing before we leave. And I mm-hmm. never associated that with how your brain works. Never. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I I never made that connection and I I'm sure at moments have thought when you ask that question like it doesn't really matter, but in your brain it does. But I, I just hearing now hearing you say that I never made that connection before. And now I'm like, oh, now I know when I hear that question the next time we go out and you're like, well, what's Nico going to be wearing? Is he going to be wearing a button down? Like, should I be wearing a button? Like now it all like the puzzle pieces fit together a little yeah. bit more clearly. Yeah. And it also, it also depends on like weather and stuff like that. Like if I'm if I know that it's hot out, Sarah would now she would say, you're going to sweat. Mm-hmm. And she would constantly drill into my head saying everyone is sweaty everyone's gonna be sweating uh, you know i'm always sweating with like, you like, <laughs> like, you're always there you're always surrounded yeah, by the sweatiest yeah. people like i will get sweaty mm-hmm. but the moment that someone calls it out i would just kind of that's that's game over i am covered yeah um because that just makes me get like overheated like something's mm-hmm. wrong and that's just slick sleeve just literally yeah. on his peloton in my head just 
going ham. Mm-hmm. And, and Sarah would turn around, and, like, even without me doing anything, mm-hmm. she'll notice, like, little ticks that I have. Yeah. If I'm, like, adjusting my back or I'm not moving, mm-hmm. like, sometimes I'll walk straight up. Like, I don't want anything, any of my shirt to touch me. Yeah. She'll notice it and she'll turn and say, everyone's sweaty, stop. <laughs> like, like don't, you don't have to do that, stop. And if she's mm-hmm. the only one that's saying it, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm always nervous that, like, someone that we're hanging out with is like, oh, you're sweaty? Mm-hmm. Oh, are you hot? Or, like, oh, your hair is kind of, like, falling in your face. Like, drawing it, attention it, to it. it. Yeah, it just, it, it's game over. And yeah. I, I can't deal with stuff like that. Yeah. So going out and giving, like, a, a checklist, mm-hmm. it's now that you know, like, what's, kind of going on in my head mm-hmm. you're like yeah no keep that to yourself like i'll try my best <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not in my brain my brain just absorbed that checklist and now i'm like moving forward well, i'm gonna try to hit every one of those easily well i feel like we make plans yes right that oh yes i know more where you're going. than and then i tell harold mm-hmm. so i feel like that checklist mm. i already have in my head yeah you know what i mean yeah, like if, if we have to drive somewhere mm-hmm. and it's like street parking, whatever, she'll drive. Yeah. She she knows that I, I just like I won't do it. Or, you know, if we're taking the train, like watching the, the train schedule, mm-hmm. you know, making yeah. sure like we're not waiting there um, for too long and stuff like that. Like she'll, she'll already handle it mm-hmm. and then she'll kind of do her own thing. Yeah. yeah. I got you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> you got your list. Oh, I do. I love it. Back to my back to my list. Wait, is that also on your Daisy Natives uh, collaboration with uh, May Designs? May Designs. Sorry, yes. yeah. Um, wait, isn't that the? Oh, what's the name of that design? Mantra? No, that's not mantra. It's more. Oh, just the, the more design. More design yeah. Literally. Okay, for anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, the notebook says more dreaming, more kissing, more laughing, more dancing, more messy hair, more creating, more listening, more compassion, more learning, and more kindness. I figured I haven't used this notebook mm-hmm. at all, um, and I figured this would be a good like manifestation. Absolutely, like list writing. It's a perfect cover notebook for what you're using it for. Right. Okay. So <laughs> Daisy Nate is amazing designs. <laughs> oh my gosh! I was literally Harold gave me this idea today. I'm gonna make up a a promo code for our listeners to use for Daisy Natives. So that's a great idea. I'm going to pull one out of my booty hole at the end of this episode because I didn't write it down yet. (laughs) Um, Okay. Things I said, things good for my mental health slash reaching my higher self. (gasps) That's beautiful. So yes, moving my body slash stretching, going outside, eating fruits and veggies, disconnecting weed, but whoa, indica, but not sativa because that shit fucks me up. <laughs> uh, I want you to know you said weed. I thought you said read. And that's why I went, oh. whoa, you're going to start reading as you're sitting next to your two bookworms. And then I realized you're talking about Puff the Magic Dragon. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's what you're talking about. The okay. devil's lemon. De- I can't. I love when you call it that. <laughs> also, I, I should read more because I have been reading a little bit more than I normally do. Mm-hmm. And I always feel good about it. So mm. I'm going to add that to the list. Um, naps. Yep. Love naps. Um, creating slash being creative. Mm. That, that just makes me feel so good. Yeah. Hydrating. Mm-hmm. And being near water. Okay. Things that affect my mental health negatively. Excessive alcohol intake. Social media. Being around tense energy. 
and overusing my social battery. Mm. So, yeah, I was at a bachelorette party this weekend. Yeah. With a lot of people that I didn't know. And I just crashed. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm so one of those people who needs to recharge their social battery. Mm-hmm. I'm such an introvert. You really are. Really are. I think I came home and just, like, went to bed. Yeah, I did not reach out to you. No. Like, I'm all week s- long. Thank you for that. I was like, because even Harold was like, wait, you guys haven't talked? I'm like, no. In my brain, I'm like, no, I've been giving her her space. She was, like, surrounded by people all week long. Yep. Yeah. Thank you for that. Of course. Anyway. Wow. Is that it? Guys. Wait, hold on. Let me look at my questions really quickly. Okay, okay. Um, oh, okay. Are there any signs that... Um, so sorry. I'm trying to read my own trick, chicken scratch. And I'm a Scorpio. That <laughs> you know that I love it. Oh, here we go. Are there ever any signs that you're struggling that the people around you should be aware of? So is there like you're saying Sarah already knows your ticks, you know, where she can already tell, you know, when you're struggling in a moment. Is there anything that you can think of? Where you're like, you know, Christine, when you see me in that pineapple shirt, like I'm not I'm not good. <laughs> You know, or like, you know, even with you, Sarah, where you're like, okay, when you see me wearing my teal scrunchie, like my mental health is not there, you know, and maybe you don't have an answer, but I feel like it's good to, I think it's a good question to think of for maybe people to talk about in their lives and me being such an important part of your life. uh, It's good to know in general. Um, I think when I... When I'm in a group setting and I step away. Mm. Um, or I just like uh, maybe step away and like take, take deep breaths. Yeah. Just like I need a moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That I think that will show you that like, all right, she needs she needs a, a moment. She's yeah. having a panic, panic mm-hmm. attack right now. Like mm-hmm. she'll be good in a second. Mm-hmm. She just needs some water, some deep breaths. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got. I feel like I have some telltale signs, mm-hmm. but I don't know if if Sarah has them mixed up. In my head, she has them mixed up. Ooh. It's it's if I I, I feel like when I'm in a good mood, mm-hmm. I'm cleaning. And organizing mm-hmm. and just like doing things part of my routine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the gym at the right time. I am like everything is straightened up mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm joking. I'm talking. I'm showing Sarah stuff. We're talking about things that I'm interested in. When I am not in a good headspace, mm-hmm. I, I don't like I know there's people that when they get angry, they clean. Mm-hmm. They get like really obsessive. Yeah. I just won't. I'll. I'll kind of be quiet give like an off-handed smile mm-hmm. to sarah but i feel like when i clean a lot sarah will be like are you okay yeah i'm like no i'm perfectly fine <laughs> this is my happy like place. i'm like emptying the dishwasher mm-hmm. i'm like well i feel polishing like, off thing like i'm good yeah. i feel like there's a very different like weekend cleaning um that you do or like nighttime cleaning when I'm like, are you good? It's when <laughs> you get off like a, a call at work. 
and you're really quiet and then you start cleaning and i'm like <laughs> no no that i i know that if, if i'm doing things that i like to do like making things straight straightened up and normal like i'm mm-hmm. i know that i'm in a good headspace it's it's when i'm really being like lax with mm. kind of just throwing things in the in the sink or leaving things out yeah um like if i wasn't in a good mood like i wouldn't touch any of the kitchen right now mm-hmm. um i would just like i would i don't know not watch a walkthrough or something like that mm-hmm. when i'm playing a game i tend to be one dimensional like i'll be doing one thing mm-hmm. and i'm leaving my head open to fill it with things so mm-hmm. that's just kind of like my my sign is if i'm being kind of sloppy mm-hmm. then most likely something's up something's and, up. I, and, I, and i noticed that in myself yeah where i'm just kind of like staying there i'm like mm, something's off and i know sarah thinks something's off and then I try to get better and I start cleaning. And I think that's when you're like, are you okay? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I am now. I, I'm trying to be right now. <laughs> I, I'm trying to, to be good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. I have one last question. Okay. I don't even know if it's what I wrote down. Anyway. To end it on somewhat of a positive note. What do you feel has been the most positive aspect of this mental health journey like how has it changed yourself individually how has it changed your relationship your relationship to other people like what has been the most positive aspect of all of this for you guys um i think for both of us it's improved our marriage Mm. because Mm. we've relied so much on communication yeah and not like like with Harold, I like force him to tell me what's wrong. Maybe that's not always a good thing, which I'm sorry for. No, no, you do. You go, just tell me what's wrong, and I'll say nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just being kind of chaotic and just like not talking, mm-hmm. whatever. Which is not something like when I'm in a good mood, I don't stop talking. Mm-hmm. I love and it. and Sarah calls me out on that. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm but glad like, you're happy right now, but yeah. mama needs some quiet. But if <laughs> Let's I'm, play the quiet game. But if I'm, if I'm quiet, she's like, tell me mm-hmm. now, like, what is, is going on? She does y- that. You can't, after 10 years, you can't fool me anymore. You can't just, you can't just shoo me away, kid. I'm right here. I'm all in. That cracks me up because I do the exact same thing. And yeah. you are so... You notice it before anybody else. I know. I'm, and a good, you will, I'm a good energy reader. And you come up to me and you're straight up just like, you okay? What's going on? Like in public situations where we're like with a bunch of other people. Yeah. And either I'll be like, uh-huh. And then like, you know, oh, it's going to yeah. be a conversation for yeah. later or not right now. Or I'll be like, yeah, you know, it's just blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I hit traffic and then I couldn't find parking. And then, <laughs> and then I was carrying up all these bags. Like, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I I really do think, like, with both of us, and I'm speaking for you again, but at least for me, like, I, when I was going through my really, really low time, mm-hmm. it, I had to tell Harold. I was like, this is, like, code red. Yeah. Like, I need help. Mm-hmm. And I, I need you to listen to me i i need to do something Mm -hmm. about this because 
this is not okay and this is not good and this is not healthy. Like, this is what I'm going through. Yeah. Where I feel like a lot of couples just push it down and I'm not saying we're better than any couple, Mm -hmm. which we're not. There's still struggles that we have, but also like, man, communication is everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm very grateful that we've both like allowed ourselves to be vulnerable and be open to really, really hard conversations and ask for help. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Like you guys had the foundation that you already had to be able to say, I need help. Something is off here. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I <laughs> she said it all. She yeah, really did she speak spoke for, for me. So, <laughs> so it's okay. Um, yeah, yeah. The the positive um, outcome that is still going on for me is mm-hmm. is trying is having that like little gap in my headspace for like my room. Yeah. To like I m- most nights I try to go there. Yeah. Like to help me go to sleep. Um, and it's just like a place where. I have kind of locked the door like no one's allowed to come in, mm-hmm. but I also can't do much like I can't. So it's like, you're just like, oh, why you're don't just you just being... go there all day? And like, I just can't I just be kind of comatose. Yeah. Like my eyes are closed. Um, but having that tool and other tools of being rational with myself mm-hmm. and not spiraling so out of control mm-hmm. and knowing that medication can be. Um, there and I can go back to it and, and figure it out is mm-hmm. is definitely a, a positive outcome and knowing like exactly what it is yeah and not just being like oh no I'm n- there's nothing like a mental illness mm-hmm. it's just stress and I'm riddled with ulcers yeah and not really realizing that it was you know there was a name for it mm-hmm. yeah wow guys what a what a journey you guys have been on and what extreme growth from when i first met met both of you so true so much has happened and changed in that time thanks for being our guest and thanks for being so open yeah seriously (laughs) oh yeah no no problem i i will always talk Mm -hmm. except when when i'm in a bad mood we we, we, we talk about that but i i will i will always answer questions yeah no problem with that I mean, full disclosure, I asked you I asked you last week to think about mm-hmm. some, and then I asked you today, I was like, what are some no-no topics? Because everybody's got them. Mm-hmm. So, And this is a tough topic to talk about sometimes. And you were like, no, everything's on the table. I was like, oh, shit, we about <laughs> to do the damn thing. Yeah, so, yeah, no, it's fine. Thank you for yeah. showing up so honestly and being so vulnerable. Yeah, of course. Great job. Thank you. We Great love you, you a lot. <laughs> we do love you. Um, if you have any questions that you want us to add to the mason jar, also mm. if you have any Salem recommendations, yep. please email us mm-hmm. at themagicseekersociety at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram at themagicseekersociety. And you can also follow our <gasps> Twitter now. I know. I'm so excited at, at Magic Seekers. Magic Seekers. Yeah. And they wouldn't let me fit the Magic Seekers Society. Rude. It's too long. <laughs> um, and we will. Be back next week. Yeah. Another bomb episode. I love it. Also, rate and review us if you get a chance. Um, We were reading through the reviews on Apple before we started recording. We're like, oh, 
Oh my god, that's so cute. I don't oh, know so if sweet. you guys knew, but we are baby Oprahs. Actually, I love it. <laughs> Christine's baby Oprah, and I'm baby Gail. So I, I'm so fucking here for it. Me too. It's ridiculous. Did you know that Oprah is a year older than Gail? Did I send you the TikTok of them doing an interview? Yes. Yeah, and Amazing. I was like, mm, yeah, besties forever. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, okay. Harold, you're our Stedman. Oh wait, no, I'm Oprah. Wait, who's so go- who's Gail's husband? I gotta look that up. Oh. I don't know who Gail's husband is. I know yeah. that Stedman is Oprah's boo thing. They're not married, though. Well, we're not married, and you are my boo thing. You're married to Sarah, obviously. Wait, wait can I be John Cena? Like, <laughs> Just throw that this. in. Okay, yeah, you. okay, sure. Be someone, we're going to be Oprah, Gail, and John Cena. Um, also, I wanted to give a Daisy Natives promo code. Oh, yeah. So 15% off. You can enter code magic seekers at checkout i love that um and also harold wait there's so many things do you want oh, yeah do you want to plug your podcast oh Go yeah ahead. we can plug both of them mm-hmm. uh, the one that we have yes. uh, a match made in horror it's so funny um, yeah where we talk everything horror movies sam in our past episode yes. trailers um books tv shows what have you if it's horror related we're going to try to scare you. Um, new episodes on Tuesdays and many episodes on Fridays. And my other podcast is Reviews and Booze, where me and my best friend Andrew, we talk literally, once again, everything but not just horror-based. Mm-hmm. Movies, television shows, books, new music. We have new episodes on Tuesdays as well and many episodes on Thursdays where we discuss trailers and all new, you know, comic book news and movie news and pop culture news that come out so yeah and we have a great time so fun doing that i just realized that we have a podcast together right and then we each have podcasts with our best friends that's so magical oh you guys are so cute you started it you guys started your matchmaking in horror and then you were like hey you want to do this and then (laughs) you went to andrew and we're like hey you want to do this well andrew and i we wanted to start a podcast when they first started okay but you didn't okay (laughs) but we didn't but now we get to and it's a lot of fun i i said this to you earlier today um I haven't had a, a ton of experience hanging out with Andrew in general and listening to you guys riff off of each other. It's so enjoyable. It's so, it's so fun. Uh, so highly recommend. Yes. All right, peeps. We love you. We love you. And we will be back next week. Bye. Bye.